Fair. Hello, everybody. Ah, uh, you just. Yeah. I. Uh. <laughs> I didn't say anything. You were about I to. I was. I was about to say you, something. You inhaled and you made a noise, and I was like, "You just turned me off." What a jerk! Sorry, you keep going. These. This is. This is who we have to work with. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another dungeon episode. Four. Five. Five. Episode five. We we just went through this. (laughs) We we? did a second ago. You were like, oh, how time flies. And then, and now it's... it's... See, this is your fault for putting me off at the start. Ah. Now, now we're going to do a quiz again. That's it. What can you do? (sighs) Take three. Take three. That's it. I'm going to say it to Fap now. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Please select your player. While Dave emerges, the Rotem needs food badly. Neil Whiteley DLC downloaded. Andrew plugin requires horse mod. Welcome, Welcome to, to another dungeon. Another dungeon. Hey, that was my line. Hello everybody and welcome to another dungeon episode five. five. Um five, that's right. Yeah. It's it's been five episodes. It's, yeah, it's very exciting. Joining me this week as you can probably hear is Andy. Hello. How are you going? And no, and a motorbike and no one well. else. Um Yeah. No one no one else wanted to join us this no. week, so it's, uh, They all apparently had little lives or something like that. It's just like old times really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, they're all like, oh yeah, let's do this, this is great, this is fantastic. And then it gets to like episode five and they're like, yeah, I got, let's bail. I've got work to do. I've got a family yeah. or I've got a job. Yeah, exactly. What the... Some, something else, some other stupid excuse. Jeez. Do what, do um, what Joe Hockey suggests and just, you know, live off your superannuation whilst you're young because that's the only way you'll get ahead. Don't worry about the future, just... You know, and then you can sit down and record podcasts as much as you want. That's that's the suggestions that Australians get at the moment. Anyway, that's not what this episode. Yeah, I'm done. Are you done? No. <laughs> Is that going to be your only politics for the week? You've used you've used your quota of one. I have. Yeah. 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 Good. Um, <laughs> this week we're going to quickly talk about uh, GDC because that's been on, uh, and we're going to talk about game length. And we're going to throw something else in the middle. Yeah, um, just to, you know, bam. You're a bit bam. unexpected. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. That's it. Um, so, GDC, it's over. Apparently this year they had a uh, record-breaking attendance. Um, I, I must be honest, it's not really something that I follow. There's um, so many conferences on during the year and GDC is just not one that interests me well especially because PAX East is on in the US at the moment as well I think uh, yeah. so it kind of flows into one another so uh, pretty bad timing yeah well yeah it is but um, I mean like it's not it, conferences like this aren't exciting if you're not there so reading about it but this conference doesn't even look exciting period though. yeah it's true I'm having a look at a queue at the moment and everybody looks uh, there's a picture of a queue on this site that I'm looking at, and everybody looks so 
so sad. Does it look like they were forced to be there? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know a conference is good when you're forced That's to That's it. <laughs> but um, the news from the conference also wasn't super exciting. Um, what I was interested in was that um, the Games Developers Choice Awards, which is in its 15th year, or, yeah, it's 15 years, um, something that I completely forgotten existed but uh i watched the uh, gabe newell was uh, no not gabe what's his face tim schaefer i get the two of them mix up even though they don't look <laughs> anything even, like <laughs> not even remotely close no um but tim schaefer hosted the awards and did a game a gate joke at the beginning but it, would, it was actually an interesting award ceremony um was it a good joke? It, it was a good joke. Don't ask me to tell you what it was because I can't remember. Um, okay. But yeah, it was it was a good it was a good award ceremony. It was really interesting. Um, it went for like an hour and ten minutes, which I'm somebody who watches the Oscars. So and this year's went for three and a half hours. So to see something which gave out almost the same amount of awards go for an hour and ten minutes was just brilliant. Um, and there were some good games that were rewarded as well. Destiny, your favourite game of last year, won some awards. What did that get? Uh, biggest disappointment? Best technology. Most, actually. most overhyped game? Yeah, best technology mostly. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to run through the awards? Are you that interested? Are the, are the listeners interested? I'll tell you what did, the awards did, are. Did, did Dark Souls win anything? Dark Souls did not win anything. Um, well, I'm, I'm not interested. Uh, best visual arts went to Monument Valley. It beat out Hohokam, Child of Light, Bayonetta 2, and Alien Isolation. Um, best technology, not too sure exactly what that means, but nonetheless. Um, best technology was Destiny, and that beat out Shadow of Mordor, Wolfenstein New Order, Elite Dangerous, and Far Cry 4. Um, best Beat out Elite Dangerous? Yeah. That's quite a tech-savvy game, from what I understand. Yeah, Elite Dangerous is a huge game, isn't it? I, I don't know yeah, enough about a, it, but it looks... A massive yeah. scope project. Yeah. Hmm. So that's that's impressive, I so, guess. So did so did Activision and Bungie buy the award with their marketing money? Um, I'm going to go with no, because it's not like the... Um, it's not like the Oscars, you can't buy an yeah, award? That's true, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think Destiny was such a big thing that it it just had to succeed in in some area, um, and technology it, makes sense because it was sort of honestly. If I was going to give Destiny a award, it would be um, something to do with best marketing. Oh yeah, because that's that's probably all that sold the game. To be honest, mm-hmm. fantastic example of uh, marketing selling a game over gameplay or story i believe yeah fair enough <clears throat> i i wasn't i'm not a fan of destiny just like you aren't so you know it's yeah um best narrative went to a game i've never heard of which was kentucky route zero episode three um which beat out mm-hmm. 80 days this war of mine shadow of mordor and the vanishing of ethan carter interestingly enough um two games that are in the honorable mention section uh dragon age inquisition and valiant hearts valiant hearts was my game of the year for last year but you know both dragon age inquisition and valiant hearts are games that are known for their great storytelling so it's interesting they weren't even nominated um have you played inquisition at all it seems like your sort of game yeah i i can't 
tell how far through I am. It's um, it's big, isn't it? It's again the scope of it's massive, and you just get distracted doing other things. So, um, the general story seems okay. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's amazing, but again, I don't engage in much of the dialogue between the characters. So when you're back at base, you can go and I talk to everybody in your party. Yeah. And I, that doesn't really interest me. I go back to base to buy, sell, and get out again. So I've never played any I, of the um, Dragon Age games, so I will play that eventually because apparently, of course, Elder Scrolls Online, which comes out on PS4 soon, sucks. June. Yeah. It looks... It's, yeah, not particularly good. I'm going to jump back in uh, maybe next week or the week after when the PC version goes free to play. Oh, yeah. Um, Because I've got it on PC, but I bought 60 days of time, Mm. I think, when I bought the game, and I ended up playing about four. Yeah, see, I've put a $10 pre-order down on on it um, at EB Games, and I'm still sitting there going, I don't know if I really even want to contemplate buying this, because it's... I'm not going to probably spend that much time in it. I'd be better yeah. off putting my money towards a game which I might well, maybe like. Maybe if you had, maybe if you had a constant group of people you play with, it might be better. But yeah, yeah. Um, other things from GDC, the um, Steam box that got announced. I'm just trying to find the name of it that allows you to, from what I understand, basically stream your your Steam yeah library to the TV. Yeah, your PC slash um, laptop, whatever you play games on. Yeah, so they're selling that in conjunction with the Steam controller, I believe. Mm-hmm. So that that'll be pretty interesting. A cheap solution to a Steam box. Um, it's sort of in my mind. I don't know why you would get a Steam box if you can buy this thing for fifty bucks or whatever it is. Uh, well, it's something. I mean, I personally will go with the Steam box myself, only because because uh, you don't have a PC. Yeah, exactly, and it's yeah. not high on my to get list yet. Um, yeah. So, and my laptop's just not good enough to stream anything. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's why I would do it. Um, and um, there was a bunch of other VR announcements. Yeah. Uh, everyone's jumping in. It looks like the HTC one is getting quite good feedback from people that have used it, which is pretty surprising. Yeah. Um, the, the problem I'm concerned about this is that everybody's jumping in. You know, you've got your Oculus Rift, you've got Sony doing it, you've got HTC doing it, all of them. And, like, I don't want to have to... I, I'm afraid that it's going to become a console dedicated thing, or. Um, but it's not. It's already not. Like Oculus's PC, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's going to be. You need to buy the Sony version to watch, to play the Sony games. Ah, oh, okay. You need to buy the Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. So a headset, a head, you're worried a headset will be exclusive to yeah, a yeah. device. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to have four bloody headsets sitting around the house because, you know. I have to play it on what your your laptop or your your PS4 or whatever. It's yeah, that that bothers me. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, they're still in the early stages of figuring out how it works, I guess. Yeah, and how it's gonna not not so much how it works, but how it's gonna look in the consumer hand and how it's gonna 
I guess they still need to convince people to buy it. And at the moment, I'm not convinced. I, I'm convinced. My short moment with the the Oculus Rift last year at PAX, um, you know, I'm convinced by it. Whether it's something, you know, the, the thing that convinces me is that, um, you know, my wife likes to watch TV and I, you know, sometimes not so interested in what she's watching. So if I could put on the headset, then... Sure, I'd look like an idiot sitting around, you know, waving my head while she's watching TV, but she can then at least watch TV whilst I... You know that she would most likely just end up filming you flailing around like an idiot and put it on YouTube. I think so, yeah, that's probably the case, but still. <laughs> it would give her some more entertainment. Yeah, I guess if if it would work like that, it's... Yeah, um, which is why I like the Wii U. Not, obviously, Wii U doesn't have a headset, but I love the... You, are you, you've been taping the uh, gamepad to your face. I have been, yeah. That's what you do, isn't yeah. it? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, the, do you... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's it. GDC's over. Hey, I didn't even finish running off the rest of the awards. You just... Well, be quick. Be <laughs> quick about it. Uh, best handheld mobile game went to Monument Valley. Uh, beat out 3's Smash Brothers 3DS, Hearthstone, Hearthstone and 80 Days. Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Uh, best design went to Hearthstone. Uh, which beat out Shadow of Mordor, Shovel, Shovel Knight, Dragon Age, Inquisition, and Captain Toad, Treasure Tracker. Um, Interesting. Uh, best debut went to the Banner Saga. Um, uh, best audio, Alien Isolation, which is understandable, beat out Hohokam, Destiny, Transistor, Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Um, Innovation Award went to Monument Valley, which beat out Bounden, Shadow of Mordor, This War of Mine, and Vanishing of Ethan Carter. I actually find that's a little bit interesting because I thought that even though I didn't like Shadow of Mordor that much, the uh, technology that, you know, the innovation that it introduced with the, the Nemesis system was, was great. Um, mm. Monument Valley, I played it. It's good. I didn't find anything innovating about it. It's an Escher painting in a game um, that's been done before with Echochrome and stuff like that. So I didn't find that very innovating. Um, and the game of the year went to Shadow of Mordor, which beat out Bayonetta 2, Destiny, Hearthstone, and Alien Isolation, um, which I find is strange. I don't know. It's... Uh, I'd agree with that. I think Shadow of Mordor was... Yeah, you liked it a lot good. more than I did, but... I did. Um, I didn't spend a lot of time doing the side missions, but I thought the story was pretty good. Um, the gameplay was engaging uh, the only criticism really that I have is that you get the ability to turn orcs way too late in the game that, that's my main complaint um, I, I did all the side missions I platinumed it and you know so I enjoyed it enough to platinum it but I, I was yeah. frustrated that the, the selling point for this game came in so late and yeah I was just yeah it really frustrated me I wanted to play more with that because that was really enjoyable but yeah. But I mean, it had some great things, and mm. I don't know if you noticed, um, but your friends would pop up in your game. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. You, you'd get revenge quests to kill this orc that killed your friend, mm. and you get bonuses for that. And yeah, there was a lot of there's a lot of really good things, and I'm interested to see where they take it next. Um, yeah, but yeah, I can see. Not my choice for game of the year. I think Dark Souls Two was my game of the year last year by a long shot, but I. I still agree with the choice over over the shortlist. Yeah. yeah, Dark Souls wasn't even in the honourable mentions. Um, the honourable mentions were Titanfall, Valiant Hearts, Far Cry Four, Dragon Age Inquisition, and Smash Brothers. Um, so I find it strange that Titanfall was an honourable mention, but 
Yeah, um, that was that was a flop and a half. Yeah, anyway, cost a, anyway. a lot of money. Valiant Hearts was my game of the year and all that, but um, I am curious where they will go with this idea of the Nemesis system next. Um, it's such a unique thing to Shadow of Mordor, though, as well, because the whole point is you oh, die, so therefore they would have they would have patented it, oh, so it will only appear in their titles. Yeah, but. You, you know that other games are going to go, wow, that's a great idea. How are we going to try and implement something like that? But um, I remember watching before it came out, it was the developer's area of expertise, this AI. Okay. So they, I guess they had a foot up in developing a system like this because that is what they're known for doing. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah. So for someone to replicate it, I think will be a massive time investment for them. But um, anyway, we need to move on. We do. To something more exciting than GDC. And you have some very dull news. Yeah, Uncharted 4 has been moved back to spring 2016 now. I'm not sure if that means spring. That'll be US spring, so this time next year. Yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah, okay. No no announcements are ever geared towards us. Like, yeah, fair enough. Well, I read it on the, um, the European PlayStation blog, so I wasn't sure if they'd meant... You know, it's like it's like when uh, the. I wish they'd use quarters instead. Yeah, of seasons. I much prefer quarters as well, it's especially when games get announced and they're like, "It's coming holiday 2015." I'm like, "What fucking yeah. holiday are you talking about?" There's many holidays throughout that you've got. You know, Easter is it coming at Easter? Um, so that was obviously meant to come near the end of this year um, with uh, Tomb Raider. Mm. Winter Soldier um, coming out on the X-Bone. Um, Is that what it's called, Winter Soldier? No, I don't know what it's called. It's Winter something, no. I think. I don't know. Um, but obviously that's a, that was a timed release um, to sort of compete against Uncharted 4. So I'm curious as to see how the sales of that will go, Tomb Raider now. That I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious to see how the sales will go. I'm just curious. Um for Uncharted or for Tomb Raider? For Tomb Raider, simply because I don't know if people would have been that motivated to go, oh, Uncharted 4 is coming out. Well, I can't buy that so because uh, I've only got an Xbox One, so I'll have to buy Tomb Raider. Um, I don't know. I don't know the mentality of regular people who only own one console. I just I just talk myself into saying that everything on the Xbox One is shit, so therefore I don't need one. Um, also, Project Cars was delayed again. So this is the third one, at least I can remember. Yeah, and and it's worthwhile noting as well that um, I don't know what's so special about it, but uh, the PS Plus version of Drive Club still hasn't come out either, um, oh. which I don't understand. Um, yeah, but everyone's cracking the sands about that. But my my having a look at the list of games coming up for. Um, uh, PS4 this year there's not really anything any major exclusives at all uh, Bloodborne much? okay uh, yeah sure Bloodborne yeah I'll give you that but that's what the only thing I've pre-ordered apart from Battlefield Hardline but that, that's it there's you know like I just can't see anything that's really the age of exclusivity is getting less and less I which think. is is that a good thing or a bad thing um it's a good question. <laughs> it's, uh, see, it doesn't bother me because I usually end up getting both consoles. Yeah. 
Um, but for someone that just sticks with the one, that exclusivity coming to an end would be a good thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I look at... Like Metal Gear Solid now. Yeah. You know? It's cross-platform. Yeah. It's everywhere. So And especially the timed, you know, like... Even, even yeah, that's just getting dodgy with announcements now of it's going to be exclusive and then they go, oh, a timed exclusive. Well, you look at a game like Bastion. That was, in my opinion, that was always going to be just an Xbox 360 game. Um, but it's coming out for the PS4 and PS Vita in a couple of weeks, actually, I think. Um, hmm. So, you know, that was... Yeah, it's not an exclusive game anymore. So... Yeah, I just don't know. Hey, there's Farming Simulator 15 coming out. Um, the only other one that I can think of that is a big exclusive game is No Man's Sky for PS4. But um, again, yeah. I don't know how many people are going to be like, yes, I'm... I'm I'm very curious, but then the more I read into it <sighs> and the more people question about, so what do you actually do? Yeah, exactly that. Like your goal is to reach the centre of the universe. Um, is there missions on the way or is it all up to exploration or... that kind of stuff just does not interest me at all um, you know those those kinds of survival games and stuff like that you just need to survive uh, no give me something to do I keep um, I keep buying them and I don't know why okay I've got well, that many survival games that I don't play um yeah, because I don't know. The idea sounds good, and then I play it, and in ten minutes I'm bored. And I'm like, oh, so, that was a waste. which is a good segue into our last segment, because No Man's is Sky is, what I understand, <laughs> going to be a very big, long game. You can do anything because there are no quests. But in the same hand, you know, as you're saying, your survival games, you buy them and you play them for ten minutes. So. Is it just because the the particular game just doesn't interest you, or there's just nothing to do? Um, just... So the few the, the few I've tried is um, the War Z, which got changed to Infestation Survivor Stories, uh-huh. Z- zombie game. You know, I understand the principle of equipment being sparse, but I guess I play games more for action. So I end up trying to go in and killing things, and then just get killed and get bored and leave. Yeah, fair enough. So most of, a lot of them are about stealth and sneaking around and avoiding things, and I guess I sort of forget that and play my way, and it doesn't work, and I'm just yeah, yeah, don't end up having much fun and don't play it for too long. So therefore, yeah. these sorts of open-ended games like that just I don't know. Obviously, the idea is that you can survive for as long as possible, so therefore that elongates the game. Um, so it probably wasn't the best segue, but nonetheless. Um, but when you have a look at, say, for example, as I was saying, Dragon and Dragon Age Inquisition, which you know is a hundred hour plus game. Um, is it? Well, you, I think it's around the sixty hour mark. It depends on how much you get distracted and stuff. Yeah, you know. I mean that. Well, I'm, I don't know how, let's say I've sunk 20 hours in. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt like I felt like that's fine. Yeah. It hasn't been a dragged out, boring 20 hours. It's been a 20 hours of I'm doing this side quest and this side quest and I'm going to explore this. And there's always been something interesting to do. Yeah, that's fair enough. I've I've heard from some people that, um, you know, they've, they've gotten sidetracked with side quests and then... 
um, have done that for 15 hours and then open up another quest and then find out, oh shit, that's a, that's a main quest. Oh yeah, there's a main story to this game, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, and I mean, if you look at even Skyrim, I think if you, if you rush the story, you probably get that done in maybe four to six hours. Yeah. But it's not what Skyrim's about. And I mean, that's another game where you just so easily get distracted and you just don't realise then that you've been playing for five hours and done nothing. It's It was a joy to be in that world filled with a whole bunch of interesting things to explore. So, Yeah, and I guess that's the thing is that it depends on how much the game is going to give you to do. But these sorts of RPGs are... You know, obviously, they're designed to be long, open quests. Whereas, I think your uh, your main argument against uh, long, well, short games, rather, is started off with the, all this discussion of the Order, um, eighteen eighty six. Uh, how short that game is. I pl- which you reviewed recently. I did. I did. I gave it a six and a half. It's a good game. Oh. It's. Six and a half, like the amount of hours you spent playing. Exactly, I did actually, but it was about seven hours that I played that game, um, which I think was all right, you know. But that said, I returned the game uh, to EB within a week, so I got my money back, so I didn't pay it. And you platinum, and I pla- you platinumed it in seven and, hours, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did, and I actually yeah. didn't actually, I, I wasn't trying to platinum it either. I just happened to platinum it. So I picked up every item, I shot enemies X amount of times, I did all that kind of stuff, and yeah. I still completed the game in seven hours. Now, if if I had paid a hundred bucks for it and kept it, yeah, I'd probably be a little bit miffed because there's no real replayability in it. But with that said, I don't think that replayability is such a big thing. Like, it, sh- it shouldn't be such a big thing to do with games. You know, I shouldn't care if a game is replayable or not. Uh, it should just be an interesting, enjoyable story, which the order was. So I'm kind of, you know, for it and against it in a way because I enjoyed the six, seven hour gameplay. I enjoyed that seven hour game, but if I paid a hundred bucks for it, I would have been pissed off. What did you think of? Um Middle Gear Solid Ground Zero. Well, I didn't play it, but I understand it's an hour long with, you know... It's not an hour long. No? So, it's not an hour long. I didn't know what I was doing and it took me half an hour. Oh, really? And then there's people that have finished it anywhere between five and ten minutes. Oh, no. So, it, it, like, it was never put forward as a full game. It's more like a paid demo, but... But it was charged at 70 added, bucks to start off with, wasn't it? Well, in Australia... Yeah. Look, there's a lot of games like that um, that are never meant to be full retail price that Australia still was paying close to retail for. But um, they tried to add, I guess, more value to it by once you finish the main story, you go back into the same level with, you know, different objectives. Um, yeah. And that's their way of trying to falsely lengthen the game. Uh, um, I don't know. Replayability is a bit of a... Yeah. I like. I don't often replay a game. Yeah, same. So if if I have gone back to replay it, I've really enjoyed it. So Dark Souls Two, every Army of Two, even the latest one, even though it was crap, I've all played them through at least three times just because it's good fun. Yeah, they're enjoyable. The gameplay is fun, um, but I don't think that 
making a short game and then you know saying that you're doing x to add replayability is a good excuse you should have spent more time in the main game i believe what, yeah what would you have felt if they'd if the order had been longer like would you have felt that there was more they could have fleshed out in the story or yeah but that's it did the story that's the thing i feel that with the order i enjoyed it to the point that i it actually left me at a point where i'm like you know what, I'm actually really excited to see what they do in the next one because I want to see where this story goes. Um, and sure, they could have developed a bit of that in this story, in the game, but where they ended it um, is an interesting enough point. I won't spoil where they end it for those who want to play it, but um, yeah, where they ended it, I thought that was interesting. So there, it wouldn't have made sense to have continued on for another couple of hours with that particular story. Um, but then I, yeah, so I, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the next one. It will probably be the same length, um, which is going to be, you know, another problem, especially, I think the other problem as well with, with the order specifically is the fact that it is mostly cutscenes. Um, there are Mm. points where you literally walk around a corner, you control the character and you walk around a corner from one cutscene to the next. There was no reason to do that. Um, that's pretty bad. But, yeah. Um, I was going to say um, Metal Gear Solid 4 yeah. is actually a very large amount cut series, yeah. and I never realised it until I went for my second playthrough and started skipping them and thought, man, I'm halfway through the story already. Yeah, isn't there like a 90-minute um, cutscene or something like that? There's some, there's some very long ones. Yeah. But I found them all enjoyable. Yeah, see, I... And I, I was only skipping them because I'd already seen them before. Yeah, I don't have the patience for that myself, but... Um, uh, it's like a good movie, I guess. Yeah. You'd sit down and watch a good movie, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I'd sit down and watch a good movie, but th- but that's the thing. I've got to be in the mentality of that. I've got to be in the mentality that, all right, I'm going to play this game, and then all of a sudden there's going to be a 90-minute cutscene. Um, hmm. You know, and I watch movies a little bit differently as well. I watch 15 minutes here and there like reading a book that's so that's, that's not the right way to do it <laughs> yeah I just yeah, sometimes I find that it's a bit easier to to watch movies that way um, a game that I'm playing right at the moment not right now but you know at the moment um, it's a PS Plus game ready? yeah I know we're having a podcast here what am I playing a game for um, it's a PS Plus game Counter Spy which I <sighs> you know you didn't like it all that much but I'm actually quite enjoying it um, out of I reckon you've been pumping out a fair few reviews lately and 90% of them are platformers. Yeah, they probably are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but but the reason why as well is, you know, and it's not by choice, but the games I've been reviewing have been short. Like, I finished um, Counter Spy in about two hours, um, which, Mm. which... you know, the thing is, is that it doesn't bother me because I got it with PS Plus, so that's fine. You know, but yeah. outside of PS Plus, it's a $20 game. Now, I'd feel pissed off if it was a $20 game and, you know, I, I play it for two hours. Now, the idea is that you play it through on harder difficulties, but it's still exactly the same story for those, for that period of time. The enemies just do more damage. Exactly. Yeah, that's it, which yeah, is cheap. That's- that's not an added challenge. No, as you're saying, it's a really. bit like Metal Gear, whatever you call it. Um, yeah, Ground Zero. Yeah. Um, 
But the, but then again, it goes to the point that you know, it's the cost of games and the perceived value. I guess you know, if you're paying twenty bucks for something and you get seven hours of gameplay, that's like that's great. Um, I think um, in that instance of replayability, I think stealth games have the better way of doing it because the harder difficulty. Oh, say yeah. Let's go back back to like the two thousand when one of the was the first or second thief was released i love that because not only did the enemies get more alert the higher the difficulty but that actually added more objectives and more loot that you had to steal throughout the level yeah so it's just not it's not just a matter of oh now you're going to die in two hits instead of three it was these guys will hear you further away you actually have to search the level more and you have to find this other hidden treasure you may not have found the first time so that yeah well a bit like um a game that we both didn't love last of us where um you know on the the higher difficulties which i still think the game should have had on lower difficulties um is to take away the the sense of sound you know super hearing that he has oh really know, yeah because i never bothered playing it on the higher difficulty I, I played it on the higher difficulty for a little bit just to see what it was like and I, yeah. I would have much preferred they got rid of that super hearing thing because that yeah that's me off. in every game now. Though. I know, but it just breaks believability. But that's a discussion for a different time. Um, yeah. You know, I, so I think that yeah, perceived value. You're paying twenty bucks for a game, you get seven hours out of it. Like um, uh, Infamous Felch Quest, uh, the that DLC for Infamous Second Son. Um, you know, that's about five hours long. I paid. 15 bucks for it, 20 bucks for it. Apologies for the dogs in the background. Um, Is that the one they recently gave away for free? Yeah, it's, a, it's really good. I stopped playing that because it was so boring. Oh, okay. Well, I just said it was really good. I enjoyed it I, 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 quite a bit. Um, but, you know, that's only about five hours long. So, And I, got, I felt I got my money's worth. However, Second Son, on the other hand, is about seven hours long. And I'm surprised people weren't more angry at that. Um and that was, you know, a flagship title. Full retail. Full retail. Yeah. It's yeah. a good game. Um, and Well, if you want something that's going to be long, go buy Bloodborne when it comes yeah. out. Well, that's the other thing as well, is that I think the perceived value of Infamous is that you have to play via the good line or the bad line. So you get two games for the price of one. Well, it's not true. It's exactly the same. Yeah. Well, it depends, because I think I... The first Infamous, I played good and then bad i never finished either story but it didn't seem to change the story really yeah it doesn't it doesn't so yeah if all you're getting is different powers then you can't really say that it's two for one yeah. it's just yeah slight differences if it was a different storyline yeah, yeah that'd be good yeah exactly but basically we can both agree that you know if you're paying a hundred bucks for a game you want more than seven hours of gameplay well, i guess what do you think about um call of duty so their average single players are say six hours, which to me, if it was a standalone single player game, is too short. Yeah. But the value in the call, well, I guess the main reason people buy them is for multiplayer. Yeah. But you still get some weird people like Dave who buy them for the single player. Yeah, he's weird, isn't he? Jeez, that guy's he weird. Is. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know because the argument—it's a twofold argument there, like. You're, you're paying for a full experience because you get both a single player and a multiplayer game um, mm. and you you know the idea is that you're going to spend hours with the multiplayer game 
But And then there were people saying, well, take away the single player because they never play it. Well, they did that and they released a game like that, which was Titanfall. And, you know, look how well that's done. Um, yeah, I wouldn't draw that line, but... Yeah, but it's fairly similar, isn't it? I don't know. I, I haven't played recent Call of Duties and I haven't played Titanfall, so I can't... I, Titanfall was content light, let's just say. Okay, that. sure. So... Yeah, yeah. If if they had released a standalone Call of Duty multiplayer that had, I think, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, with Call of Duty and Battlefield, you pay your hundred bucks and you get five. You know, you get your your single player mission, and then you get what five or six maps thereabouts. Just generalizing, I'm sure it's a little bit more in the the vanilla yeah. version, but you know that keeps you going for quite a while until the first DLC comes out. Um, you know, and I think that you can still play the game fairly well without having to play the, you know, buy the DLC. So it's yeah, I think for a hundred bucks it's worthwhile. But that said, if they split the two, probably not. What do you think? Yeah, it, I used to enjoy the single players uh, of the Call of Duty series. Um, probably up until Black Ops Two was the last one I enjoyed. Yeah. The Modern Warfare ones were always, you know, America's the best. Yeah. Um, and just uninteresting stories. Uh, Battlefield, I was only really interested in the Bad Company single players. Battlefield 3 and 4 single player were the same as Call of Duty ones. Yeah, it was but not good. I don't think that they're long enough for a single player experience. I mean, but it, it is a lot to us of the developers to do, I guess, a full 12 hour single player campaign plus all the work they do in multiplayer i think the problem is though especially with the latest battlefield um you had to play the single player to get some of the guns for the multiplayer guns yeah yeah just stupid uh yeah well it depends how much of a completionist you are well i platinum that as well but that's only because i actually yeah i didn't mind the single player on that one battlefield 3 was was awful um Mm. but yeah anyway yeah yeah I think that personally for me, I like to get at least eight hours out of a game. Yeah, I think. Regardless of anything. Yeah, I think that's a good good length. Anything other than that is, is great. You know, anything below that depends on how much you paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that, that does it, yeah, doesn't that, it? I think yeah. that'll do us for the week. So, as usual, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can find us at anotherdungeon.com. Um, we've recently started ramping up our news, so there's more and more content going up every day. Yeah. We've got some good reviews. We've got a really good um, opinion piece by Jer. I hope I said your name right, Jer. Um, who's actually been free-running and parkouring for nine years. Yes. And he's, he's done an overview of how that's been represented in games. Um, so yeah definitely go check that out it's a really good read yeah I, I was really impressed with it um, not to say that I didn't think that J.R. could do a good article I just yeah I was yeah, I learned I learned something from it I thought it was a good article much better than what Andrew, I've done so Andrew loves digging holes yeah um, <laughs> well no find us on Greg, Facebook facebook.com slash another dungeon we're on Twitter at another dungeon we're on Twitch at twitch.tv slash another dungeon what have I missed uh, we're on everything we're everywhere we're somewhere. look at us this week's song is uh, White and Nerdy by Weird Weird L. Yankovic yeah. uh, White and Nerdy 
what what's the original song he's parodying? Um, I'm not sure to be honest. I can't remember for this one. White and nerdy. Did I? Yeah, I'm trying to yeah. sing it in my head. I'm like, uh, I can't remember. It's a parody because it's Weird Al, and it's. I always it said Weird, Weird Al Yankovic, but um, that's me. Uh, what did I say? Oh, you say Yankovic. A lot of people say Yankovic, but I also say David Bowie wrong as well. So David Bowie in space. That's it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Join us in another fortnight for episode six, yep. and sometime in the near future, nearish future, for another trivia. Yeah. Um, my chance to get that one point back on Noel. Damn you, Noel. Yeah. Damn you. I still blame performance-enhancing drugs. <laughs> anyway, thank you, thank you, everybody, thank you. and we will catch you next See time. See you. Bye. Too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. I wanna roll with the gangsters, but so far they all think I'm too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. Really, really white and nerdy. First class spirit MIT. Got skills, I'm a champion of D&D. MC Escher, that's my favorite MC. Keep your 40 out, just have an Earl Grey tea. My rims never spin. To the contrary, you'll find that they're quite stationary. All of my action figures are cherry. Stephen Hawking's in my library. My MySpace page is all totally pimped out. Got people begging for my top eight spaces. Yo, I know pie to a thousand places. Ain't got no grill, but I still wear braces. I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise. I'm a whiz and minesweeper, I can play for days. Once you see my sweet moves, you're gonna stay amazed. My fingers moving so fast, I'll set the place ablaze. There's no killer rap, I haven't run. At Pascal, well, I'm number one. Do vector calculus just for fun. I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun. What? Happy Days is my favorite theme song. I can sure kick your butt in a game of ping pong. I'll ace any trivia quiz you bring on. I'm fluent in JavaScript as well as Klingon. R.I.C. You see me roll on my Segway. I know in my heart they think I'm white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. I like to roll with the gangsters. Although it's apparent I'm too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm gonna get so white and nerdy. I've been browsing, inspecting X-Men comics. You know I collect them. The pens in my pocket, I must protect them. My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me bored. Shopping online for deals on some writable media. I edit Wikipedia. I memorize Holy Grail really well. I can recite it right now and have you R-O-T-F-L-O-L. I got a business doing websites. Websites. While my friends need some code, who do they call? I do HTML for them all. Even made a homepage for my doll. Yo, I got myself a fanny pack. They were having a sale down at the Gap. In my nights with a roll of bubble wrap. Pop, pop, hope no one sees me getting freaky. I'm nerdy and be extreme and whiter than sour cream. I was in a V club and glee club and even the chess team Only question I ever thought was hard What do I like Kirk or do I like Picard? Spend every weekend at the Renaissance Fair Got my name on my underwear They see me strolling They laughing And rolling their eyes cause I'm so white and nerdy Just because I'm white and nerdy Just because I'm white and nerdy All because I'm white and nerdy Holy cow I'm white and nerdy I wanna bowl with the gangsters But oh well it's obvious I'm white and I'm just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. Look at me, I'm white and nerdy.